See You in the Cosmos comes out this week in the English-speaking world. To coincide with our launch week, we have a short episode about another launch, the internal launch, that happens inside a publishing house. These are big events. Dozens of people from across the different departments gather inside a big conference room, and it's at these launches that the editor first presents the novel. This week on See You on the Bookshelf, we talk about the room where it happens. Oh, the room where it happens. <laughs> I've been listening Fancy to the it. Hamilton I think soundtrack. It's <laughs> yes, that was a Hamilton reference. I'm yes. sorry. I, could, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Fortunately, there are a lot of people in the room where it happens. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of good perspective. History will show. We call it launch, um, where we're sort of launching the books um, before our, our sales and marketing and publicity, et cetera, teams. You probably know that voice by now. That's Jess Garrison, my editor in the U.S. It's it's a big room where the imprints um, will sit up at a table at the front of the room. Uh, everyone who has books to present will sit there. And then there's sort of a um, one of those... You know, if you if you were in like a hotel meeting, you know, if you went to a hotel for a big offsite meeting, there, the tables would be sort of arranged in like a, a U shape or like a, a rectangle with one side missing. It's kind of that kind of setup where you have um, all of your salespeople, your marketing people, your school and library marketing people, your um, your publicity people, your uh, international sales people, audio, it's pretty much everyone who has a stake in the books and a hand in getting them out to the, their readers is present. Maybe not full departments, certainly mm -hmm. not full departments, but um, yeah. but a lot of people. And then there's a little bit of seating sort of around for people who aren't necessarily um, contributing to the conversation, but are there to sort of hear what's on tap for the coming season you know, whatever season is being launched. So these launch meetings, at least where Jess is at Penguin in the U.S., happen once a season. Publishers typically work in seasons. It's kind of like in fashion when you'll have a fall or summer collection. And something that editors think about even when they're acquiring a book is, okay, here is where it might fit in the list of books that we're publishing for an upcoming season. So I think this works slightly differently between Jess and I. And that, once again, is Anthea Townsend, my editor in the UK. To me, it's, it's quite a small group initially. I mean, bearing in mind, everybody, um, a wider group will have heard about the novel and or read some of it as we're acquiring. So they've kind of had like a sneak peek, if you will, when everyone's got on board and got excited at that very first kind of stage. Mm -hmm. And then later down the line, usually at my end, it's kind of about 12 months pre-pub. That's pre-publication. It's probably really a group of like, 25, 30, um, and it's where I will give a quick um, rundown of, you know, why why I acquired the novel, what I first saw in it, and then I will circulate the manuscript. Um, and then there's a little bit of time, and, and then I present it in a, which I think is more similar to Jess's launch meetings, where I present it to our sales team very specifically for their purposes of selling on. So it might vary slightly in terms of the order of things, but I think the idea behind Jess's launch and Anthea's meetings is the same. 
it's really the first time that you as an editor get to have everyone together in one room um, and make it happen. You know, like you are presenting a book that you've worked on with um, an author and in this case, another editor for a really long time, you know, for months. And the editor's trying to convince them not only to read it, but also to get excited about it, as excited as she is. It reminds me of what my agent, Jessica, said. The most important thing is that the book is matched with an editor uh, who is at a publishing house and in a position to make their passion uh, amount to more people getting passionate about it. That's why it's so important for an editor to love your book from the very beginning, from the moment of acquisition. And with that passion, the challenge then becomes trying to help their colleagues see what they see in the book. You want to make sure everybody understands why, you know, just like just like Anthea said, why you love it, why you signed it up, what's special about it. And it really is about, um, at least over here, and I think it's the same for you, Anthea, it's about expressing sort of the feel of the book. You don't get up there and talk about every nuance of the plot. In fact, I try uh-huh. not to talk about the plot at all. I really just try to get across why this book made me feel like who this character is who's going to pull you through what's what this book does that's new or different or fresh I was really bad I feel like at launch as a young editor when I didn't have a lot of experience and then I suddenly realized oh like I should just tell them what I would tell a friend who doesn't know anything about children's books specifically I mean our teams obviously do but if you get down to just what made it impactful for you. If you compare it to another book, if you compare it to a movie, you you just like kind of get people to understand what it is that you see in it. And that's what you do when you're having like dinner with a friend, you know, you're like, Oh, I read this book. It's kind of like this, but it's also like this, you know, if you read this, you would like it. Um, Sometimes it's funny details that I'll choose to tell the group, like the fact that I read this manuscript in one night, on a Sunday night at home when I couldn't stop reading sections of it out to my spouse. You know, it's something like that that just teases that people go, oh, right, okay. It kind of lodges. And then you go on to talk about, yeah, it's just, I think you put it rightly. It's like what it made you feel, why, why you felt it so special, not the necessary nuts and bolts of every single plot event. Mm. And I know when I'm really excited presenting something, it's like there's so many things I could say. And actually the challenge is, picking out just three things or four things um, about the novel and about about the, the book or the character that will really land. Yeah. And you're and you're talking about the author a little bit, obviously, the person mm-hmm. who created it and um you know, who they are and what they bring to this. Um, your goal is to tantalize people to, to want to read the, the story. I mean, they, they will end up reading everything, but you want, you want to get them to be excited. You know, you're, you're treating them like a, like a, a customer, basically. Um, you want to get them on board to read the novel and then they'll go back with their teams and brainstorm about the, the plan to get the book out in front of, um, you know, teachers, librarians, booksellers, and ultimately kids. One way I've come to think about this is that publishing houses are like the sandbox for the real world. That if an editor is really excited about your book, and that editor can get everyone on our team and then the broader team to be genuinely excited about it too, then that's a pretty good test for how a book might do out in the wild. Of course, it doesn't always translate like that. Sometimes a book has a lot of support in-house, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't catch on once it gets published. 
Other times, publishers turn down perfectly good manuscripts that end up becoming these viral, self-published hits. But in general, I think, when that passion and enthusiasm is there, and you see it becoming contagious even within the publishing house, that's a good sign. That, for an editor, is sometimes one of the most thrilling moments when you're in a meeting and actually another, you know, it's your, your publicist or a designer or someone speaks up about how much, you know, they've loved a book and where they could see it going. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, I have the same experience you have, Anthea, in terms of seeing other people become excited about a book and run with their own ideas. Totally, and, and that's, that's a really fun part, because suddenly you sit down, it's like that first moment when you know someone else is reading, you get all their feedback and you start to get, it kind of trickles in from across the team of how much they're enjoying, and that is just really thrilling. Speaking of feedback trickling in, as the book goes on sale this week, I'd love to see and hear yours. You can tweet, Instagram, etc. at me on your various social medias. I'm at Jack Chang. You can also use the hashtag see you in the cosmos. Thanks once again to Just Dandino Garrison, Anthea Townsend, and Jessica Craig. Thanks also to St. Benjamin for the music for this podcast. You can find links to everyone in the show notes for this episode. Also in the show notes, links to order, see you in the cosmos online and from your local bookstore. It comes out this week. <laughs>